money. I don't have your money. I know I'd be a lot happier with some extra cash. Is this about money? Oh, man, we got bills to pay, buddy. <laughs> Obviously, this is all about money. I got to talk to you about money. With practical tips and a focus on scripture, let's talk money with Dave and Reb from More Than Enough, the financial show that speaks to the heart of your money story. Real conversations about money for real people. Let's talk money. Are you ready to talk money, Reb? I'm ready to talk money. She's ready to talk money. And we uh, we are really kind of mixing things up today. Um, we are. Ray Borg is with us from, from Financial Discipleship Canada. Ray is a regular on the show. And before I do all my housekeeping, I thought, you know what, we're going to mess it. Ray's doing the scripture verse. We're going to let him do the scripture verse. And then I'll, we're just going to mess it. You messed it up last week, too. <laughs> well, no, I didn't. I get a very, yeah, you did. You didn't do your promo thing about who we are. And then you said, Rev, read scripture. And I wasn't ready. Okay. So, uh, that's good. A change. You're supposed. You're. He's throwing all these change tests at me to see how I respond. So, Not if very you've been well. listening to the show lately, <laughs> you will have noticed that change is one of the words that keeps coming up. And, I don't uh, like. Ch- well, I shouldn't say that. Who mm-hmm, likes change? Mm-hmm, I don't mm-hmm. know. Well, uh, and there is purpose behind the madness of the change that I, I have. He's uh, testing me. Till I respond right? I don't know. Is that what that is? It's not not all about you, honey. Sorry. (laughs) It's all, it's not about the money, as we say at uh, notmine.ca. It's about following Jesus. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay. It's about following. Okay. Anyway, let's, Ray, you better stop. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. Again, (laughs) Ray is the the ministry director. Did I say that? Oh, you get it wrong all the time. Church and ministry liaison. <laughs> Church and ministry liaison for Financial Discipleship Canada. That's good. So, excellent. Yes. So, this morning's scripture is from Luke 19, and it's the account of Zacchaeus. And this has been a scripture that's on my, been on my heart the last number of weeks. It says that Jesus entered Jericho and was passing through. A man was there by the name of Zacchaeus. He was a chief tax collector, and he was wealthy. He wanted to see who Jesus was, but being a short man, he could not because of the crowd. So he ran ahead and climbed a sycamore fig tree to see him since Jesus was coming that way. When Jesus reached the spot, he looked up and said, Zacchaeus, come down immediately. I must stay at your house today. So he came down at once and welcomed him gladly. All the people saw this and began to mutter, he's gone to be the guest of a sinner. But Zacchaeus stood up and said to Lord, Lord. Here and now I give half of my possessions to the poor, and if I have cheated anyone of anything, I will pay back four times the amount. Mm -hmm. Jesus said to him, Today salvation has come to this house, because this man too is a son of Abraham, for the Son of Man came to seek and to save what was lost. But what was so impacting for me is this man who is a chief tax collector who had reputation in the community and was wealthy, Mm -hmm. and here he is, he has this just this momentary encounter with Jesus that so changes his heart that he's prepared to give half away of his wealth mm-hmm. and the restitution for anything that has been stolen um, from others, he says, I'll restore full for it. Mm-hmm. What a, a powerful testimony and encounter he has with Jesus in the whole area of wealth mm-hmm. and money mm-hmm. and just turning that around. Well, again, and, and uh, you know, Wesley was the one who said, you know, there are really three conversions, you know, Hmm. Um, the conversion of the heart, 
right? The, the, the conversion of the hand and the conversion of the wallet. And that's Dave's interpretation of, of Wesley's. Uh, and, and really, um, you know, in a lot of ways, when we, we look at what Scripture says and we go back to what are you going to put your trust in, that, that's the question often as we think about money and as we see that interaction between God and money, we go, well, who are we putting our trust in? And obviously, before that encounter with Jesus, Zacchaeus was putting an awful lot of trust in his wealth. He was building it. He was amassing it. He was you know, doing so in, under dubious cir- circumstances as a tax collector. Um, and, you know, knowing he knowingly doing it because he says, Hey, if, if there's mm-hmm. people that I have wronged and I know there are, <laughs> I'm mm-hmm. going to repay them four times. I over. think it's more than trust though. I think he loved his money. I think he loved mm-hmm. money. I, mm-hmm. I, I, not that I'm going to, you know, oppose your thinking, but I think when he encountered Jesus, mm-hmm. there was something because he had to have heard stories about him. Mm-hmm. He had to have something was drawing him to climb a tree mm-hmm. to see Christ. Mm-hmm. And I think it's when he encountered Christ, he saw that Jesus was more valuable than all of the possessions mm-hmm. he had. And, and we're talking today leading up to, um, what does it take for us to be, to encounter Christ like Zacchaeus did so that all of what we have, we surrender to him. Mm-hmm. And that's part of that, um, uh, calling like jesus talked about it over and over again are you going to serve me or are you going to serve money mm-hmm. you can't serve both but the service comes out of our love so what do we really love and some of us are sitting here thinking well i don't love my dad i don't love my money but i think we have to really look at what does loving money look like in our life mm-hmm. and and it trust comes out of that but i think he had a love affair with with gold and silver and or so, he, or, so I don't you know, know maybe. i was i was thinking we did we did a show last week and guess what i get to now do the if you haven't heard it and you want <laughs> to download the podcast then uh feel free to do that at more than enough.ca or chri.ca or your favorite podcasting platform itunes and of course if you're on itunes rate us so there's a little plug. Going back to last week, we were talking about how a disaster changed literally a church's outlook uh, here in Ottawa about the uh, the how they were actually going to respond and interact with the community. It, it changed their outlook, and disaster did that. And in this story, we have Zacchaeus, who, as you said, Reb, there was something going on in his heart and his mind because he's chasing down Jesus. Um, but the interaction totally transforms um, who he is, what he's thinking, how he's reacting around money. I mean, we see the evidence of that pretty clearly by the statement of, well, I'm going to give half of my money away. Who does that? But he and what's what's amazing as you're saying that is he knew that his response to Christ, he had to deal with his money issues. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and and I mean, I I just think of it the conviction that happened just instantaneously mm-hmm. for him to make that kind of decision. Oh, I suspect at some level, as you were saying, Rebecca, he there was something stirring for him to even position himself to get up in the tree to see mm-hmm. who this Jesus was. Yeah, there, mm-hmm. so yeah. there was a, a a depth of longing someplace in there. Mm-hmm. 
that he, that would compel him to do it. And then he, you know, when we were talking about where we we're going with the show today, um, we were talking about what is it? Discipleship. It, discipleship is about our money, mm-hmm. right? It's it's or not about the money, but it's about it's about our walk with Christ. But are we willing to surrender our our money? As part of our discipleship journey. Well, mm-hmm. and that declaration, you know, in a sense, rings throughout kind of the, the, the years where we, we read that Zacchaeus puts a stake in the ground. He, he, he says, listen, that is, yeah, I've encountered Jesus that's right. and, <laughs> yes. and this is what I'm going to do. And and now he's he's kind of stuck to it because <laughs> and he said know, it publicly and he's he told sure did. <laughs> and Jesus, I love what Jesus says next, though, because Jesus says salvation now has come to this house like you know it's like the interaction before okay whatever but that stake goes in the ground that declaration happens through Zacchaeus's you know he opens up his literally his finances and says I got to get things right and in this area of my life I got to get things right and then it's like okay there's the stake in the ground there's where he's He's making the commitment to change and to actually right the wrongs mm-hmm. that he knows right. are in his yeah. past and history. And that takes courage. That takes a whole whack of things, you know, in terms of. So the question to us, as I'm hearing us, is what has our hearts more than Christ? Mm-hmm. So it can be money. It can be entertainment. I mean, it can be a, a myriad of things, but as as we're all talking and as listeners are listening, I'm thinking, you know, he didn't he didn't get a pamphlet with the spiritual laws and then pray the prayer at the end. That's not how he came to Christ. Mm-hmm. He came with longing and he came surrendering. Mm-hmm. And he said, I'm whatever it takes, I'm going to do it. Now, the rich young ruler, on the other hand, didn't respond the way Zacchaeus is. He, he said, you know, okay, well, Jesus knew what had the rich mm-hmm. young ruler's heart. And we have to ask ourselves the same thing. What has our heart that, that are we willing to surrender? Have we encountered Christ in such a way that he is more to us than 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 what's holding our heart and mm-hmm. I, yeah that's a serious question mm-hmm. as we all pause and I go know. okay what do We're we say all, to that right I, you know? I know and to make that so public i mean so striking um so that the rest of them people there could hold him accountable for it mm-hmm. And they would have been watching. Yeah, you would surmise afterwards that they'd be watching to see. Well, actually, did he do that? It was kind of like the story of you know um, the Christmas Carol, right? You know, you have that such a radical transformation mm-hmm. with Scrooge. You know, we don't get the other. We don't get the before story of before Zacchaeus got in the tree, other than he embezzled people's money. But we don't get the after either. Right, we don't mm-hmm. see that. But did what did you know at the end of Christmas Carol? Everyone in the community sees Scrooge change his heart because mm-hmm. he was giving his money away and helping others. And and yeah. I'm th- I'm thinking about the impact, even for him to give restitution fourfold. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Could you mm-hmm. imagine suddenly having a knock at your door and somebody saying, <laughs> you know, I embezzled some of your money here, and uh, so I'm going to restore not only the portion that I took from you, but I'm going to do it fourfold. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What a testimony that would have. Right. That mm-hmm. would shake your world as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dealing yeah. with the bitterness 
that would have most likely rooted in there, unless you had forgiven him. Um, just interesting right. to yeah, and play tax that out collectors didn't have great reputations. Mm-hmm. At, the, no. at that time, but yeah, interesting. But so, but tying it into now, and and you know, we're asking these questions, and maybe listeners are like, "Oh man, this is really heavy for a Friday morning." <laughs> but isn't this the crux of it? This is, the, you know, well, and I had picked, I had picked, picked verses today from Luke fourteen where Jesus says, "You consider the cost. You consider before you build," mm-hmm. and He says it quite. Um, clearly that if you don't give up everything you have, verse 33 in Luke 14, in the same way, those of you who do not give up everything you have cannot be my disciples. I don't know how we get around that statement. Well, and, and not just that statement. I mean, that's a theme. When, when we read Jesus' teaching, the red letters, the theme is, you got to give up everything f- for me. I mean, there, there's there's a recurring theme, and then then there's the practical when we actually read the disciples and we read about you know okay they took up the challenge they they said yeah okay I'm going to leave my dad's business fishing and I'm you know literally the nets are full of fish and and we're out of here we're going to go follow Jesus um, and to do that right I mean again that's we read the story and sometimes we gloss over the story because we go, well, you know, that was them and, and Jesus isn't asking me the same thing. But I think Jesus is asking us the same thing in a lot of ways. He Just, asked us this Absolutely, thing. right? Yeah. So, you know, looking at that and saying, so... Um, um, I, I've been spending time just mulling over the, the parable of the, the, the great pearl and the treasure that's buried. And, and it's the same theme that we'll give up everything we have now in our possession to gain something greater. Mm-hmm. And, and that's not, uh, we focus on the giving up, but really that's, that's investing. I would spend $10 to make a thousand. Mm-hmm. I'd spend a thousand dollars to make a million. Like, that's a no-brainer, right? Like, if, if that's a guaranteed return on my money, then, hey, that's an easy investment. Well, wait a minute. Jesus is saying exactly that same thing. He's saying the riches of this world are pennies compared to the, the, the richness of knowing me, of just knowing me, of just being in my presence. And so you go, oh, man, do I ever have to think about money a little bit different? Mm-hmm. The, the resources that we have here on earth to trade those in for something that's that's much greater and and I yes it's much greater in eternity right? you know I don't, but it is much greater on this earth that you know in the sense of the joy I can experience even in giving right and I like to use that example of you know when we when we give some something away or we give a gift or we 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 experience the joy of giving in a small little little measure when we do so and just go oh I I loved preparing and, and thinking and, and, and collecting this gift, and I loved giving it to someone that, uh, that maybe I love. Reb's birthday is coming up okay, yes, this year. <laughs> well, it does every year. Anyway, but I have a question for Ray. Why, and this is maybe a silly question, why won't we give it up? Why did the rich young ruler walk away? Why... Do we have a ministry of more than enough and financial discipleship Canada? Why do we not understand that everything is like, I, I and maybe I'm stumping you on the moment, but I'm like, what, 
like people are listening think, yeah, okay, why can't I give everything up for Jesus? I think that's with every aspect of our life. If the Lord's asking us to give something up, are we prepared to surrender and yield to that? Um, in our sinful nature, rebellion rises up and says no. Um, sometimes it's because we build our own self-control around us or our own comforts. And money's a great one for that. Sometimes it's a power issue um, because it gives you power. Um, a credit card gives you power. Mm-hmm. Um, your debit, you know, a line of credit gives you power to do what you want to do for yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, so how do we manage those things when the Lord is p- beginning to put his finger on that? Most of us just kind of push it away. I think with a lot of our, our walk with the Lord, there are things when the Lord begins to bring some conviction to us and we have a choice to respond or not. And if we choose to respond, to what degree will we respond? Wholeheartedly or in various measures? I think that's part of our walk with the Lord. But um, yeah, so. Because Zacchaeus could have said, yeah, I'll return it. I'll yep. return it to everybody. But his heart was overflowing yes. in response fourfold. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I I mean these are discussions maybe that we should have more often with one another, but they're they're not easy because, you know, and 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 the other question I have, does God ask everyone to leave their boats behind? And I don't think but, that's the case. And and not and in that context not your um vocation yes. or whatever. He's maybe not saying that to you. I don't we don't want listeners mm-hmm. to think, okay, we're all going to ditch our jobs and Maybe sometimes he does, but there are other things, like you said, he's got his finger on it, and you know he does. Like, I know listeners are sitting there thinking, oh, so I'm going to tell you, don't push it away. Mm -hmm. If you know in this moment, as we're talking about this, don't push away where you know he's he's putting pressure on you, because it's for your good. It's Mm -hmm. for, and it's for my good when he does it. And to yield to that, it's hard. We understand that. Um, but when you look at the price Jesus paid, when you see that he gave up his life for mm-hmm. our freedom and that he wants us building his kingdom, not our own, like all of those are, we've heard all of those things at church, I think. I think like, when we want to push away, those are times when we need to ask ourselves, Father, show me what it is that I'm holding on to. Right. What am I struggling with? Right. Is it pain? Is it trust? Is it fear? What are it could be all of those things, and how do we just manage those things? And the whole area of money is such a big one mm-hmm. that we don't talk about, right? And, and and I think too, you know, as as we talk about maybe this, um, I don't know if this is a a more radical response to Christ. Um, you know, when I when I hear the scene that you that you read uh ray and and the, the again the parables it it you know to get a vision that we we really are not giving up stuff that that, that yes um you know again paul writes in philippians chapter four that you know i would i i give up all of the stuff all of the accolades all of the things that i did and am and have been that made me who i am I give all of that up for the surpassing knowledge of just knowing Christ. And so sometimes I think, and I know in my own life, I just plain old get distracted by all the shiny things that, that are around. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, you know. And I, we talked about at one of our seminars recently the delayed gratification thing. We want instant gratification, so we go after that shiny thing because mm-hmm. it's instant. Sure. 
and and Jesus doesn't necessarily come like instant soup. But but, but I lose the that that perspective of wait a minute. Christ is that great treasure. Christ is that mm-hmm. pearl. Christ knowing Christ is that. And and then I think of all the things that I can buy with the little bit of cash that I have or you know what I mean and then I go wait a minute uh, and there is competition I know I'm just speaking from my own mm-hmm. this is just Dave speaking saying there is competition for for that you know Christ is not always that exciting to me <laughs> you know what I mean like that but to to stay in that place to go wow like Christ is more exciting than that that new you know whatever it is that that i'm saving up money for um and then the thing i'm thinking of while you're talking about is dissatisfaction you mm-hmm. know maybe some people are quietly sitting there thinking i've got the job i've got the cars i've got all of that but i am just not satisfied mm-hmm. and i wonder if zacchaeus experienced that and and when he heard about christ it sparked something in him i mean mm-hmm. i don't know i'm mm-hmm. that's my thinking but if any people are listening and are dissatisfied you know you can you can take that to the lord mm-hmm. and talk yes, to him about right. it so i mean the, ray on on notmine.ca which is the website for financial discipleship canada notmine.ca um there's a bunch of resources i mean these are the kind of uh conversations these are the kind of things that that are going on the website to say you know that is the the essence of the book that that you and, and jan cupaz wrote where it's saying let's let's think about this in light of the the reality of christ and how we how we do finances, how we do our resources in light of 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 the um, of that perspective, mm-hmm, if I mm-hmm. will, that it's not mine, right? Right. That's um, right. So, what other resources do you have on there? Just so we well, can the not mine.ca also has the resources from Compass Canada. So, if you're interested in doing a study to actually discover what God's Word says even about money, because mm-hmm. most of us have never really looked at that very much and even if you begin to look at it how that continues to be a revelation as you go ahead um, but so there are small group studies there whether you want to do that as a community over a longer period of time in more in depth or kind of a six week um, one hour time commitment that you can even do yourself personally those resources there are on the website notmine.ca okay. and in some ways um, because they can send you an email or um, and contact you through the website, right? So you I'm can just ask questions. They right. can email us. Yes. So I'm just thinking. I think there's a phrase that I wrote down in our notes today. Um, the ultimate challenge is whether we want to follow His ways in this area of our lives or do it our way. It requires a clear decision and commitment that Jesus Christ will be the Lord of our money and possessions, as for every other area of our lives. I think I got that from NotMine.ca, and I'm thinking if people want to do what Zacchaeus did, and they're under conviction or they're really excited to see um, they're starting to understand that Jesus is the treasure, they can easily email you and say this is what I'm thinking and and Mm -hmm. make a public stake in the ground moment. If you need a public stake in the ground moment, I think Ray would gladly receive your uh, (laughs) public declaration because you know um, 
when we were in Young Life years ago doing youth, they'd have this thing where it was called the say-so. That those who, because there's a scripture in the Bible that says, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. So if a person had made a commitment and was going to become a disciple of Jesus, they'd stand up and say so. And it was a public declaration held them accountable to the commitment, right? Right. So if you're feeling like, uh, you know what, you're listening to the show or you go on notmine.ca and you're thinking, no, I'm, I am going to start surrendering. And, and for that matter, you can email us at morethanenough.ca as well. You can go on our website and do the same thing. We're happy to hear about you. We're happy to pray for you mm-hmm. and, and your commitment on this journey. Cause we know that this is, you know, the Lord, the Lord is saying, I want your hearts. I want your heart. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't want stuff to have your heart. I w- I want it. And I think I think that you know we have a few minutes left in the show, but I think it's really important. Uh, you talked about the say so. We read about Zacchaeus making a public declaration, and in this area, my own experience has certainly been: you can make that you know quiet commitment in the quietness of your own little room, and and maybe not tell too many people, and you can in a sense be successful. But that's a pretty small percentage of the people that I know that have actually done that. Most people, you need to stand up and say, you know what? I'm going to make a change because I need help. You do that in the public forum. And sure, there's a sense of accountability that certainly happened with uh, in these two situations where you're standing up and saying, hey, I'm a follower of Jesus Christ. And the community celebrates that and then comes around you and encourages that. And, and the same thing with Zacchaeus. You know, he stands up and makes this declaration. And as we said, some people are going to, well, we're going to hold you accountable to that because <laughs> maybe I'm the one who might get that fourfold. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, whatever that is. But recognizing that it is important, uh, you know, if, in a sense, the, the seriousness of your commitment dir- is directly related to how you declare that, right? And so that's that can be helpful, and uh, and we're certainly so here. So send Ray an email or go on my, not mine not, uh, not, not mine dot ca. Or send me an email yeah. at info not mine dot ca. Yeah, and, and and recognize that we are here to celebrate and to build up and to encourage and and there is no um underpinning there's no um like i I mentioned with the people who might be getting something back from zacchaeus like that's not that's not what this is but it is truly to see people set free because you can be guaranteed that it will entice you again away from the heart of god you can guarantee that something that you want to put behind you will come Mm-hmm. And you might have to say no to it again and again, and it won't have its hold eventually on you. But we, that's why we need God put us in community. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. So, consider, you know, going to notmine.ca or… Notmine.ca. Notmine.ca. What did I say? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, okay. Notmine.ca. <laughs> but consider putting a stake in the ground, whatever that looks like for you, and, and saying, you know what, this year, 2019 we are going to make a change or I am going to make a change in the area of finances because I'm just simply know that that needs to happen. I'm going to pray today. How's that? Okay, yes. Lord, we do thank you that we are not alone, that you built us to be in community, community with you and and community with each other. And so, Lord, in the midst of of what we're talking about today, where we're saying we just want to to make a declaration, a, a commitment to to use the resources that you have given us 
for for your purposes and not our own. That Lord, you would just bring people around, um, the listeners and and us, to just be able to to carry out that commitment. And Lord, I thank you for your word. I thank you that your word is true, and that again, as we read it, it would bring revelation and encouragement, and uh, just recognizing that the power of your Holy Spirit is at work as well. And so we thank you for all these things in Christ's name. Okay, Reb, so now uh, mixing it up, where can people hear the last shows? Oh my goodness, morethanenough.ca, chri.ca, or your favorite podcast platform. Way to go. <laughs> and thanks again, Ray, for being with us today. So, notmine.ca. Hey, he puts up well. with us. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, and join us next week and put up with us next week when we talk money. Let's Talk Money is a division of More Than Enough Financial Fitness, where God is transforming hearts and bringing hope for today and freedom for tomorrow. For more information or to comment on today's show, please visit morethanenough.ca.